0: Congress has a full plate this week. Members will be dealing with two versions of a supplemental appropriations for the southern border. And senators hope to decide on a course for the Defense Department next year, the House on Veterans Affairs. Joining me with what's ahead, Bloomberg Government Editorial Director Lauren Duggan. And Lauren, let's start with those supplemental appropriations for the border. There can't possibly be agreement between the House and the Senate on that one.
1: There isn't yet an agreement, but the two bills that are out there aren't so far apart that you can't see a path where they could get that, possibly by the end of the week before the July 4th recess, which is sort of an unofficial deadline. This all emerges from the you know what's being described as a crisis on our southern border with the migrants coming across, needing to be housed in facilities that, as we've seen from numerous press accounts, are substandard or in some cases people think they're you know disgusting or really abhorrent conditions that some people are living in. So there's an emphasis on getting this money to the administration to help take care of this crisis and the people who are affected by it. Um, What we're looking at is two bills, one that has come out just from the appropriations leadership in the House pretty much a Democratic plan at this point, and then a committee-approved bill in the Senate, which has the stamp of 30 of the 31 members of the Senate Appropriations Committee. Both of them have about $4.5, $4.6 billion, which is a little bit more than the administration requested at the beginning of May. But significantly, both bills would place some restrictions on how the administration is carrying out its border and detention policies. So they're trying to thread this needle here of providing the money that the administration wants and needs and also making sure that some of congress's priorities and thoughts on how to execute this policy should be carried out in the coming months.
0: So this money would be mainly for facilities and detention more so than for agents and stopping migrants or I mean what is the what is the nature of what they're trying to accomplish?
1: Sure. I mean, significantly, it should be noted, this is not about the border wall at all. This is about Got people it. who are already here. And the bulk of the funding would actually go to the Health and Human Services Department, which is running a number of these facilities, especially for children, about $2.8, 2900000000 billion of this pool of money. So more than half would go to HHS. The remainder would go to the Homeland Security Department in both bills, with a little bit more in the House bill than the Senate bill. And then there's also some Justice Department funding because the Justice Department is helping to process these people as they come across. Um, and then significantly, another gap between the two bills is the Senate bill has about $145 million for the Defense Department that would support some of the missions being carried out, um, like medical assistance and and maintenance activities, mobile surveillance, stuff like that. So, um, you know, there's there's different pools of money here to help the, all the arms of the government who are really participating in this, this effort down there to, to deal with everyone coming across the border.
0: So I guess you could call it progress in some manner that the House and the Senate and members of both parties agree that there is something going on at the border that needs immediate attention through an emergency appropriation. It's almost like overseas contingency operations, only it's not overseas.
1: Right. It's right here on our southern border. It is an emergency. It doesn't count towards the spending caps, which, of course, you and I have talked about many times. This is separate from that money to deal with this kind of immediate emergency need down there. Um, and as you say, there, there is some broad agreement here on the bills. There are differences that need to be worked through, um, including how you place restrictions on what the administration can do. And um, we'll see how that shakes out over the course of the week, if, if indeed they can come to agreement.
0: So votes under ideal conditions could happen as soon as this week.
1: Right. The vote could be as early as tomorrow in the House. And then we'll see about the timing of the Senate bill. Now, maybe the Senate won't schedule a vote until they have a deal between the two chambers, although there could be emphasis on holding a vote soon to show progress is being made. But the Senate also has a pretty full plate this week. And as we know, the Senate tends to spend a lot of time on one big thing and then do a lot of the easier things as quickly as possible. So um, if this could shift into that easier, quick camp, that would make Mitch McConnell's job a little easier to put this bill on the floor and get it off as quickly as possible. But if there is going to be an extended debate, he's going to have to figure out how to best use his time to do that.
0: We're speaking with Lauren Duggan, editorial director of Bloomberg Government. And let's talk about the Senate and the defense authorization and the defense appropriations. A lot happening there this week also?
1: Yes, on the authorization side, this is a bill that came out of the Armed Services Committee back in May. Um, There was talk about getting to it last week, but they never quite got around to it with everything else that they were trying to tackle last week in the Senate. But this would be a $750 billion authorization for fiscal 2020, which starts on October 1st. And this sets the policy parameters for the Defense Department the energy department and some other programs doesn't actually let any money out to the Pentagon or to the agencies that would come through the appropriations bill. Um, And it's worth noting that the Senate appropriators haven't reported any of their bills yet. So um, they may take some direction, however, from how this bill shapes up um, the authorization bill, because, you know, obviously when authorizers and appropriators are in alignment, it makes it easier to get all the bills through. Um, But this bill would fund additional I'm sorry, authorize additional F-35 aircraft, provide the 3.1% pay raise for service members that are being sought and significantly would establish the U.S. Space Force, which has been a big priority for Donald Trump. It would convert the existing Air Force Space Command into that U.S. Space Force and begin the creation of this new service that the administration has really been seeking for several
0: years. And all of this activity could get underway as soon as this evening.
1: That's right. They'll be back in town. And the big vote here is to agree to take up this legislation and then you know, get through it, Um, one of the key things is going to be what amendments come up and how many and what subjects do they touch on. Certainly hanging over this debate is going to be the activity in Iran in recent weeks, including the president first ordering and then, as it's been said, calling off or calling back a strike that had been planned in Iran. So we may see a debate on the floor about our policy towards Iran, what the president should and shouldn't do without congressional approval when it comes to Iran and other theaters and, you know, Just the normal routine debates around defense policy about what weapon systems should be funded and how many planes, ships and missiles should we be buying and building well into the future. So certainly a lengthy debate there um, and one that probably will dominate the week, except for this border security issue that, again, they want to resolve before they go away for the July 4th break.
0: And on the House side, Veterans Affairs, a pretty big bill for that and general government. That's all part of this week's agenda?
1: Yes, it is. So the House is still debating its second minibus package. This is a package of five appropriations bills that they put together, including the Military Construction VA bill, also Agriculture FDA, Commerce Justice Science, Interior, and Transportation HUD. So many of the domestic agencies kind of packaged together into this one massive bill that they've been spending several days debating going through almost 300 amendments that were made in order. So they're trying to wrap that bill up, probably will bleed into today, maybe they can wrap that up, and then they'll turn to the financial services bill, which also touches on other aspects of the government, including many of the alphabet agencies that are, are smaller, and um, also the White House and the federal judiciary is in there. So um, the, the House bill also would provide a 3.1% pay raise to federal employees, it would boost IRS funding, um, and it would make um, other investments in some areas that Democrats say didn't get enough under in recent years or reversing what the Trump administration has wanted to cut. So um, probably another wide-ranging debate there. One question we are unsure about is whether or not they'll turn to the legislative branch spending bill. That one has been caught up in a dispute about whether or not members of Congress themselves should get a pay raise. Um, they, under law, do get a cost of living adjustment every year, but for the last 10 years or so, that's been blocked in legislative spending bills. Um, The question is whether they should be blocking it again this year or allow that to move forward. And that's been a tough vote that they've tried to sidestep for now while they figure out a path forward. So it's possible that by the end of this week, we could have 10 or 11 of the 12 spending bills done by June 30th, which is a pretty big, you know, achievement for them. In years past, we've not seen any bills get across the floor, or very few. So Democrats set this goal for themselves and, and seem to have made a lot of
0: progress toward it. And just to make sure we understand the schedule here, the July 4th break starts Monday, July 1st or later in that week?
1: They're supposed to leave this week, Thursday or Friday. I I could see them leaving Thursday, get a little head start. Um, The House was supposed to wrap up its votes by Thursday. The only thing I could see maybe keeping them here is this border security supplemental if they need that. Otherwise, they'll be gone the week of July 4th and returning July 8th or 9th to continue their business. And, and, you know, July is a big month because on the other side of that is August and a month-long recess. So a busy summer for sure. They'll take a break for 4th of July, go back to picnics, barbecues, and parades in their home districts, and then come back and get back to business.
0: Lauren Duggan is editorial director of Bloomberg Government. As always, thanks so much. Thank you. We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com. Subscribe to The Federal Drive at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One.
1: This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you're sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online.